the Washington Nationals have seriously dropped their payroll over the last few years. But I'm here to tell you not to panic, Nationals fans, for now. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my passion for Nationals baseball in a podcast form here with the Washington Nationals and, of course, the Locked On Podcast Network where you get your team every day. In today's show, it is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. The official sports book of Locked On make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And as I was mentioning, the Washington Nationals payroll, a big hot topic this offseason, they haven't been spending their money. And this has been this way over the last two to three seasons. We have noticed the decline in spending money. But ultimately, guys, There's no reason to worry this second. Because right now, with the state of the Washington Nationals, after having back-to-back really bad seasons, when you trade away Juan Soto, you trade away Max Scherzer, Trey Turner, and all these other things that have gone wrong and have blown up in our faces. We've seen it. We all have egg in our face. We thought this Nationals team was bound for a bright 2020s run. Another decade of excellence. That's what we all thought. You and I, we were there together. But no, everything has blown up in front of us. We have seen it. They have hit the evacuation button and since have torn it to the ground and they are starting from scratch. That's where we are right now. And so the big picture of this is that the Nationals aren't spending their money and they aren't increasing their payroll when it comes to spending on whoever it may be. Because the Nationals had a slow offseason this year. And plus, for this particular season, there's not too many prospects that's going to be coming up to help save the system. It's just not going to work that way. So I saw this the other day with Mark Zuckerman from Masson.com. He wrote a story kind of not really banging the Nationals for this. But he was also just mentioning the fact that these are the facts right now, is that they are not spending their money the way that they used to be. And that's not the biggest issue in the world as we sit here today, but this is something to where we could be watching escalating into a way bigger issue than it has already become. Because sitting here today, Super Bowl Sunday, I don't believe that the Nationals should be spending on Aaron Judge. I don't believe we should be going out to spend on a 10-year contract for a team that's just not that good. As I've said it time and time again, it's about drafting and building through the system, and then you spend to fill those holes that you need. Because ultimately, with this Nationals franchise, we aren't going to be winning even if we spent on Aaron Judge, even if we traded for Shohei Otani. Name those guys. 
if we were to make those moves this offseason, this would not be a winning team. We don't have the starting pitching. We do have the bullpen in my mind, but that's just my own personal opinion. We don't have the second base job. We still are unsure about third base, first base, the outfield, center field. There's a lot of missing pieces to this already poor baseball team. So to spend on someone like Aaron Judge or even someone in a lower tier, name that player. It just doesn't make sense for the Nationals at this point in time. And not to mention, the learners, as we already know, they're probably going to be selling the team at some point. If they're showing interest in it, which they have been, I'm under the perception that they will sell eventually. But that day is not today. And I'm here to answer as to why they really aren't spending anymore. And it's as simple as this. Why invest into a team for this year that won't even be competitive enough? And I understand the fact that you and I want to watch competitive baseball. We're baseball fans. They've already got us hooked. We're going to watch no matter what, at least for myself. I don't know about you. I'm going to watch no matter what, no matter whose name is on the back of that Nationals jersey. I'm going to be watching this team. I've seen it with the learners. They have gone all in. They've spent a lot of money. They've traded for guys. They've been aggressive. I've seen what they can do when they're at their best. And just right now, they aren't there. And we do know that from just sitting here and waking up and we're smelling the coffee. And what is that stench like? Well, it's not a friendly reminder. It's not a good cup of coffee, I can tell you that. But then again, we have to understand where we are as a franchise. We've lost a ton of talent. And yes, to their own point, they traded them away. They gave the thumbs up to move those guys like Juan Soto, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Josh Bell. All these guys that have made a difference over the last few years, they've traded away, which is the right thing to do when, one, you aren't investing into the team with through free agency, if you aren't successfully doing it through the draft, it just depends on what day and what time you ask them for when they want to spend their money. Because that point is not today. And it's not this season. So I, if the learners were to hold on to this team moving forward in the long run, I still do think that they would spend the money for what they need to make the team around them better. I do think that. And I say that because I've seen it before. I use this analogy a lot, but hear, hear about this. You can tell me there's a ghost all you want. But until I see that ghost, I'm not going to believe that you saw a ghost. I've seen this ghost before. I've seen the learners go out there and spend their money. I've seen them go out there and make improvements to their team. I've seen them let go of managers like Matt Williams just a year after winning manager of the year. They let him go because they realized what he was to the locker room, to the clubhouse. I've seen them move on from Dusty Baker after winning back-to-back National League East titles, hiring Davey Martinez. They make moves based on the situation that they're in. This is no different to where we are right now. The Nationals 
where we sit, the roster is not good enough to win with, let alone to be competitive with. This is going to be a 90 to 100 loss season. I'll rip the Band-Aid off if that's what you didn't expect this year. Because that's what this team is. And quite frankly, it may be what we need. We need to have a couple down years to build through the draft, to get some money out of our payroll, and to eventually, once we do come back up, spend that money once again and use the resources that we once did to make this situation that we're in a whole lot better. Because we sit here today, and some people are frustrated with it, including myself, that, yeah, we aren't spending money. And I have been banging on the drums. I have ranted before about how we don't spend our money. But today, as we sit here before the season starts, I sort of understand what they are going through. Now, the downside of this. If they were to keep the team, and let's say they won't sell at all, it's going to be the normal learners as they go forward and see what they do. And if they aren't spending money then, when we have guys like Robert Hassel coming up, when you have guys like James Wood, like Mackenzie Gore, Cade Cavalli, Josiah Gray, all these young prospects that will fold and truly just mold into a big league player. Because right now, I don't sit here today and think that, yeah, I don't have faith in the learners in what their direction is going forward. I actually do. I believe in their message because they have gotten this done before. Are they holding the franchise back? Yes, in a sense. But also, we need to realize this. If we were to sign anyone, what sort of difference would it make to this roster? You could sign a completely brand new starting lineup. You could sign them all. But that's not how baseball works, at least in the nation's capital. And I don't see that working moving forward either because you have to draft and develop, draft and develop, develop and draft. Those two D's are going to marry each other through this process. And that's something the learners have recognized and they are making improvements on it, like spending on analytics, like spending on minor league analytics and getting all sorts of different team functions into the system to where it can benefit us for the greater good of the Washington Nationals. So is it a problem right now? No. This spending issue is not an issue this very second. But if we keep on chugging down this road and the learners are still the owners, we have farm draft prospects coming up into the system here, making a difference at the major league level, and then we still don't spend? Now I'm pissed. But I don't see that happening this very second. So now I want to get into, since it's Super Bowl Sunday, of course, a fun little game to where I have matched some Nationals players, and I have appointed them a position in football in where they would play. You don't want to miss these nuggets coming out from this because I worked hard on this. I constructed this roster, and I think it is going to make a huge difference for whoever team decides to take these guys up. But before that, it is the midway point 
of the NBA season, and it is here, and it is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you can buy, then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained because, guys, you know this. We're in D.C. The Wizards have been not the best team lately. So, you know what's an easy bet? Whoever the Wizards are playing against, like, for example, this week, maybe it's the T-Wolves, maybe it's the Grizzlies. Take those teams betting against the Wizards. I'm sorry. They just haven't been that good this year. It's simple as that. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And now we get back into myself, me, myself, and I constructing this football roster of Nationals players because since it's Super Bowl Sunday, we have to mix in this little bit that I love. And quarterback one for the Washington Nationals, if healthy, World Series MVP, Steven Strasburg. This was a no-brainer. This was a no-brainer. Six foot five, 240 pounder, Steven Strasburg with the God's gift of a right arm. You're telling me Steven Strasburg won't be able to throw some rockets out there to find open receivers, running backs, tight ends? Well, that's easy. Because I trust no one else besides Steven Strasburg when it comes to a big moment. We've seen it get done before. Game six of the World Series. That 2019 postseason run, you don't get under Steven Strasburg's skin. And that's what you need with a quarterback. So therefore, Steven Strasburg, you are QB1. My running back, I got Josiah Gray. When you're looking at a running back, you need energy. You need a thumper. You need someone that is going to make someone pay for trying to take your take a hit on them. Well, Josiah Gray, have you seen his energy on the mound? Have you seen what he can do? Just simply, not only is he six foot one, 200 pounds, this is someone who is a thumper. He's going to come out of the backfield, he's going to be explosive, and he's going to run you over, and then he's going to let you know about it. That's what I love about Josiah Gray. My wide receiver, I need a young swaggy guy who's got some length to him can go up there and make a catch young prospect cj abrams come on up you're my wide receiver one cj abrams sitting at six foot two 185 pounds the perfect jump ball candidate there throw it up to cj he's gonna come down with it it's that easy you see him what he does on the defensive side of things if maybe steven strasburg tries to throw a pick C.J. Abrams is going to be there to defend it and knock it down because he's that type of weapon that we get. Not only do you see it on the field in baseball, you're going to see it on your boys' field, on the football field. 
Next up, tight end, and we got Mr. Cade Cavalli. Tight end, I need you big. I need you to be able to go catch a pass. I also need you to block a defensive end. Cade Cavalli, welcome to the club. You're six foot four. You're also 240 pounds. And with that being said, you are the perfect height slash weight combo for a tight end in the National Football League. Cade Cavalli, step up. I'm going to throw to you when I need to, but you're also going to block for me when I need you the most. There's a lot of trust there to go at that tight end position. On the offensive line, Kiber Ruiz. Now I say this. Some people are going to be like, oh, the offensive line, you're just going to give it to the bigger guy. No, I'm not going to give it to the big guy. I'm a big guy myself. I was an offensive lineman. I get it, Kiber, but hear me out. You block like no one else on this team. You get down for a 95-mile-per-hour fastball. You dig that thing up in the dirt, and you do it efficiently. So I'm going to trust you going against someone who is not going nearly as fast as 95 miles per hour to block him and keep Steven Strasburg safe back there and open up holes for Josiah Gray, of course, as well. Kibert Ruiz, you, my friend, are the offensive lineman for this team. Before we get into the defense, thanks for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. Locked On MLB Prospects is hosted by Lindsey Crosby, who, of course, is a prospect encyclopedia. So it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now to get in the defensive side of things with the Nationals, because, of course, defense wins championships in football, right? We're going to start off the safety position. And that safety we have for the Washington Nationals, in my opinion, was the slam dunk. Slam dunk of this group. Victor Robles. Center fielder Victor Robles. You, my friend, are going to be playing safety for the Washington Nationals football team. What do you need someone out of a safety? He needs eyes. Defense. Fast, twitchiness plays. Victor Robles does all of that. Plus, he's stocky. Big legs. Big frame. He's going to be able to lay a hit on someone. Over the middle. You try to come up the middle, Victor Robles is going to lay that hit. He's going to see that ball coming. He's going to pick it off, or if he doesn't pick it off, he's going to crush you. So, Victor Robles, you, my friend, are a safety. Next at linebacker, I got Hunter Harvey, former first-round pick with the Baltimore Orioles. And honestly, I looked at his frame. He's 6'2", 225, solid frame for a linebacker. But the long hair and the mustache, that kind of sealed the deal for me. Linebackers are kind of out there. They like to be out there. Like Cole Holcomb with the Washington Commanders. He's got the mullet. He's got a little mustache going every now and then. Hunter Harvey, you fit that mold. You, sir, are the linebacker and the captain of the defense, for matter of fact. Cornerback. This is a little random one, but hear me out. I got outfielder Alex Call playing in the cornerback position for the Washington Nationals. I say that he's 5'11", he's 188 pounds, and I need someone quick, I need someone twitchy to play my cornerback position. Plus, he's got a long, he's got some long arms, make some diving catches as we saw him do with the Washington Nationals this past season. So now, he's just going to have to translate that onto the football field here. 
and that'll be an easy one for Alex Call. See, guys, I got this down. Coming in at defensive tackle for the Washington Nationals, I got Riley Adams. Poor Riley Adams. You're going to have to play in the middle, and you're going to have to do an absurd job at doing everything. You're 6'4", you're 250 pounds. You're going to be our stalwart there. You're going to be the one taking up all the blocks, stopping the run, hopefully, blocking for when I need you to block, and that's going to be your position, and you're going to excel at it. Don't you worry, Riley Adams. Defensive end, Tanner Rainey. Tanner Rainey's big. He's a little scary at times when you look at him. 6'2", 244, stocky, big legs. I'm going to get some push out of Tanner Rainey, and therefore that is why he is our defensive end because it really just comes down to pushing, right? That's football. Now for the specialists, the kickers, and the punters. First up, our kicker, we have Carl Edwards Jr. And I say that because Carl Edwards Jr., and this is the only reason why I put him at kicker. I need someone that is going to come out, game on the line, tied game in that Super Bowl, and I need you to kick the kick of your life. Carl Edwards Jr. was on that 2016 Cubs roster. Can you imagine the pressure that he was under to win a World Series for the Chicago Cubs in Game 7? Well, Carl Edwards Jr. got that done. Ice in his veins, you could say. So he is going to be the kicker of this group and the punter. The punter who everyone loves. Who everyone, you can just have a good time with. And you know who has a great time in the baseball field? Who I think would have an even better time in the football field? Luis Garcia, come up. You are the punter. You have a great personality. Plus, you got the build for a punter. Look at Tress Way. You and him, kind of similar. So I think Luis Garcia would fit perfectly at the punter spot for the Washington Nationals. And that is our Washington Nationals football team. And next, I want to get into some of the Washington Nationals in the World Baseball Classic because that is coming up and that will affect some scheduling within spring training. But I want to recognize some of these Nationals and I want to do that. But before... I'm going to tell you about my friends over at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you, and now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. But now, you can also get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a 4-bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate, or coconut puffs. And if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Guys, as always, you can thank me later.
And now we get into some of the Washington Nationals who will be participating in this big World Baseball Classic. Because I don't know about you guys, I love the World Baseball Classic. It is one of my favorite all-time things. But guys, we need to get into some of these Nationals that will be representing their countries in the World Baseball Classic. And I can't wait for it. You have shortstop Lucius Fox representing Great Britain in there. One of the former top prospects coming out of the Caribbean. Lucius Fox was truly one of the more premier prospects coming out of there, signing with the Giants back in the 2010s. So hopefully, Lucius Fox, catch on, do your thing, and we're going to be rooting for you. Joey Manessis, you are representing Team Mexico, and that is an awesome thing. Joey Manessis is going to be one of the bigger stories to watch this year for the Nationals as he had an absurd last few months with the Washington Nationals this past year. And hopefully he can excel down at the WBC and hopefully lead Team Mexico to a win. Erasmo Ramirez for Team Nicaragua. Nicaragua, congratulations. You got Erasmo Ramirez, the Nationals pitching MVP this past season. And quite frankly, solid pitcher, someone you can rely on. This will be a fun watch because not too many Nationals are in this. And especially not too many marquee Nationals are in this. But I'll take what we can get. How about that? Alberto Baldonado, representing Team Panama. Congratulations. We will be watching you. We hope you do well. Plus, we're going to have to see that sweet lefty pitch of yours out there. Hopefully, you can make a difference. Right-handed pitcher Paolo Espino representing Team Panama as well. And guys, it's Paolo season. We love Paolo Espino for what he does. Do we really want to see him pitch all that much this year? Probably not with the Nationals. We want to see some of the younger guys go. Paolo Espino, thank you. We'll be watching for you. And hopefully, we'll see what you can do. Andres Machado, someone who was DFA'd by the Nationals earlier this year, but brought back in to the organization. You will be representing Team Venezuela. Congratulations to you. We wish you the best. And ultimately, the World Baseball Classic, as you can tell, we don't have too many big names in this pot for the World Baseball Classic. But that doesn't mean we're going to have fun with it. I'll discuss if there's any big Nationals news or if there's any big appearances or any big things that happen in general that take over the baseball world. But truly, between you and I, I don't expect to talk too much about the World Baseball Classic moving forward just because it's baseball season. We need to talk about the Washington Nationals in spring training as I'm going to get you up to date on all of that big news coming out of the West Palm Beach area. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. I will talk to you guys again on Monday as it is spring training week officially. Now make your second listen, Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by Lindsey Crosby, who is a prospect encyclopedia, and he goes in deep on all the MLB stars of tomorrow. So catch that pod because it is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You guys have a good day. Enjoy the Super Bowl tonight, and don't forget, after this game's over, it's baseball season.